your painting and staining. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value Paint Department is here to get you going. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all the accessories you need. Great paint, great store, the Sheridan Commercial Company, and office supply store open seven days a week at 303 Broadway. Head over to SheridanMedia.com for the ultimate online auction experience. Discover unbeatable deals on hot buys going on right now. Local retailers offer must-have items starting at half off of retail value. From dining certificates to beauty, automotive, and more, bid your way to incredible savings. Just go to SheridanMedia.com's homepage and click on the Hot Buys banner to join the bidding frenzy right now and ending at 8 p.m. Don't miss out on the hottest deals in town only at SheridanMedia.com. Get ready to bid, win, and save. Do you think that on tonight's episode of The Bassler, Finn will meet the gill of his dreams? With his intimacy issues, he may never find romance. Oh man, maybe we should just surf the net over to SheridanMedia.com and check out the Fisher Bassoff contest instead. The photo contest that runs now through Labor Day? Yeah, you can enter by clicking the contest page, click on the Fisher Bassoff banner, and enter daily for a chance to win a $500 gift card to Shipton's and Blodorn Lumber. Bet. We can tune it in next week. What is your business worth? Have you considered buying or selling a business? Our certified valuation professionals at Harker Mellinger can help you determine the proper values in gifting, estate planning, and the purchase or sale of your business. This is Chance Harris. Harker Mellinger has been providing professional valuation services for Sheridan area businesses since 1995. Schedule an appointment today to discuss how a business valuation can work for you. Harker Mellinger. 672-0785. Cowboy football is back at War Memorial Stadium on Saturday, September 2nd for the season opener against Texas Tech. Kickoff is set for 5.30 p.m., but arrive early on game day for all the pregame festivities. Get your tickets today at GoWild.com or call 307-766-7220. And it's the return of the Stripeout to War Memorial Stadium. Go to GoWild.com slash Stripeout to find out which color your section is wearing on game day. Are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I am joined by Sheridan County Commission Chair Christy Haswell and Commissioner Lonnie Wright. Good morning, County Commissioners. Good morning, Floyd. Good morning, Floyd. Christy, if you could do me a favor, ma'am, and just pull that microphone a little bit. Thank you so much. No Thank problem. You. Sorry about that. No, no, no. You're absolutely fine. Now, uh, how, how have you been enjoying your summer? Uh, just before we got on the show, you talked about you got to go to a couple museums and see some really neat stuff. Yeah, um, summer's summer's gone fast. I think <laughs> really for fast. everyone, um, 
you know, once my boys start two days for football, it kind of feels like it's it's, it's over already over. They're, they're yep. in week two. So, um, but no, I, I was over at the uh, military uh, vehicle museum yesterday for a select committee on natural resource funding, and I'd never been to that museum, but it was. Um, yeah, they've done a really nice job mm-hmm. with their displays. Do they try to have these types of meetings in locations like that where you can go see something, for lack of a better term, just fun? You know, they do try to move those committee meetings around the state, and, and there's only probably two or three that I participate in just between my boards um, and then being a county commissioner. Um, but I'm not sure... Um, you know, if they're able to find, it's all about meeting space and hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah. So. Right, Got to be mm, practical first. Yeah, right? That's yeah. <laughs> like, right. How about uh, you, Commissioner Wright? Have you been having a good time out it, there? It, it's historically, my summer seems to be kind of at the end after rodeo. But yeah. <laughs> not being on the rodeo board anymore, it's been a little bit more laid back. So, yeah, last weekend, my wife and I, um, it only took me 32 years to make it to um, Crazy Woman Canyon Road and oh. drive up Crazy Woman Canyon uh, Road to the top and then came back down to Buffalo for lunch. And it was just a great just a great little trip to do. So. Isn't that just breathtaking? It is, absolutely. I mean, you got rocks the size of a house that have collapsed and fallen down. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, really cool. So. Uh, Crazy Woman Canyon is one of the first places I took my wife when I was trying to convince her you should move over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you the best part of this yeah, whole area. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, and yeah, it, it, it took me a while, too. A lot of people... It, had been telling me boy you got to get up there and i once i finally did i thought you know this is everything that everyone said it would be Mm -hmm. Uh, which really kind of surprised you sometimes they say the rock you know is this big but it only ends up being kind of small but no hyperbole to that (laughs) one no hyperbole at all it is a beautiful area and the i think the reason why it feels like it just went so dang fast was all the rain at the beginning of our summer season. I didn't complain. My my wife isn't a big fan of that uh, gray outside type of weather, but for me, it was it was fantastic. I I would agree. I just I just I got us a late start in the ag world as far as hay and stuff, but it also uh, meant you didn't have to go out and irrigate. So yeah, and and that's one of the questions I've got, Commissioner. Um, you're part of that world. And what did the producers think about all that? Did it help them out, or is it kind of a pain in the long run? Um, I, I think it depends on what your what your point of view is. If you're if you're raising hay to sell it, it's more plentiful, so the price is lower. If you're raising hay to feed it, it's more plentiful, so you've got more hay to feed your cows. So yeah, it just depends on on uh, on what what your point of view is. But overall, I think it's it's just it's really good to have the extra moisture, no matter where you where you're looking at it from. Mm-hmm. Would it would it set back second or third cuttings? It will. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know of one entity that's just getting first cutting done. I mean, oh that's my how goodness! Long it's taken. Mm-hmm. They don't have their own equipment, so they got a contractor coming in. So, anyway, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's delayed um, that a lot, but. Uh, 
Uh, also, I noticed uh, a lot of people doing seconds right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, not having too many opportunities to let it dry out is kind of a pain in the butt. It is, yeah. And yep. uh, and nobody likes moldy hay. No. <laughs> Now, uh, because of this, it did give us a lot of fuels, though. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of the the drawback to such great moisture. Uh, What should folks keep in mind as we approach the final month of summer? Yeah, so I I did have a chance to speak with Chris Williams this morning. Um, In terms of fire restrictions, we don't have any yet. Campbell County just went into stage one restrictions. we're kind of playing it by ear. Johnson and Sheridan counties got moisture when Campbell didn't. Yeah. So, um, but but Chris coordinates um, with those counties and then our fire districts just to keep a finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. He he wanted to remind folks um, that you know some of these fires have been started by hay operations. Speaking of, <laughs> so please make sure that you have a fire extinguisher on your equipment. Um, have one in your truck. Um, even water and, and a sprayer can cool down hot bearings and mm-hmm. potentially save a baler. Yeah. Um, check your trailer trains, make sure they don't drag on the ground and spark. Be careful not to, to park over dry ga- grass, excuse me, that can start a fire or gas that would really start a fire. Um, <laughs> And, and this is no time to be using exploding targets. No, yes. <laughs> anyway, so pretty common sense things, but it's it's just good maybe to check to make that you've got all that equipment with you. Absolutely. And if you're heading up camping, I know it's it's kind of wet around, but still have that water next to that fireplace and don't leave the fire mm-hmm. until you can touch it with your hand. Uh, that's yep. one rule that uh, I've always followed. Now, speaking of these hazards, the commission is finalizing the update to the regional hazard mitigation plan. For those who don't know, what is this plan? Well, Floyd, it's a. I think it's a once every five year update that has to happen, um, and it basically identifies um, mostly natural hazards that could occur, and you know talks about. Um, either old ways or new ways to mitigate those hazards. So, now, when we look at uh, an update, what has been? Has there been something added? Maybe something taken away? Um, I don't know for sure, but I know one of the new hazards they've identified, and and seem to want to uh, pay more attention to are coal seam fires, which, you know, we're in coal country, and there's some outcroppings of that around the countryside in the county so and and just uh, folks if, if you feel that that's overstepping something you need to look up something called the centrilia mine <laughs> this fire is a coal seam fire that's been burning in a labyrinth of abandoned coal mines underneath the borough of, of centrilia pennsylvania now it's it's debated but they believe it started somewhere around 1962 mm-hmm. and it still burns to this day mm-hmm. Uh, the entire town is pretty much a ghost town now. Uh-huh. I mean, and these coal seam fires are actually a pretty big deal. Uh, once one gets going, there's really no way to stop it, is No, there? and and especially if once they surface, and depending on where they surface, if there's fuels, you know, now now you're starting wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's that's part of the piece of hoping to map those seams in the future mm-hmm. uh, to, to come up with plans to mitigate that risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're hoping to have this emergency or regional hazard mitigation plan uh, available for public review and comment next month. Okay, so uh, we'll get it up on the county website. Folks yep. will be able to 
download it or just jump in there? Uh, probably, probably both. We typically make it downloadable, and we'd, we'd love any comments folks have about the plan. Fantastic. So there you go, folks. You can get this plan. You can look through it. And if you feel that there's something that hasn't been addressed, or if you feel that something's being, I don't know, over-addressed, for lack of a better term, shoot a comment their way. Your county commissioners want to hear from you. On that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with our Sheridan County Commissioners right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Potter River Basin Resource Council is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. Is your car ready? Will your tires survive hot weather driving? If not, Midas has a $100 rebate on name brand tires like Cooper, Hankook, Nexon, Nido, and Toyo. How's your vehicle's air conditioning? Not so cool? No worries. Midas works on all AC systems, new or old, including the most recent YF Freon systems. Getting and keeping you safely on the road for your summer travels. See Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Our paint department is stocked up and ready to get you going on your exterior painting projects. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now's the time, too. We're excited to help you with your exterior painting and staining projects. We have true value in PPG paints and stains, many exciting options and color combinations for your outside project. Come see us. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. When you talk to your pets, this is what they hear. And your dog replies, Hey, Mr. Whiskers, I think he's saying we're getting new dog and cat food from Northwest Naturals. Raw diets for dogs and cats sold locally only at the Health Nut. He says Northwest Naturals has cat treats, too. Which means you guys stay here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, where we are looking to buy your clean used vehicles, tractors, ATVs, and much more. We will also down trade and do appraisals. Here at Primary Motors, we are a full service dealership offering quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Our super trailer store features a wide variety of stock, utility, and cargo trailers. Primary Motors has been making customers happy for decades. See us today at 2305 Coffee Avenue in Sheridan or online at primarymotors.com. Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank, and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com. Good 
morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guests this morning are Sheridan County Commission Chair Christy Haswell and Commissioner Lonnie Wright. Sheridan County Commissioner Alan Thompson has chosen to accept the Executive Director position with WASCOP, the Wyoming Association of Sheriffs and Chiefs of Police. That is going to be leaving a vacant spot on the commission. The Sheridan County Republican Party then took applications and held interviews to nominate three candidates for the remainder of that term and turn those into our own commission. The commission has the choice to pass over those candidates, at which point I do believe it is Judge Darcy Phillips, correct me if I'm wrong. Or Judge Curvin. Or Judge Curvin will yep. then select an individual to finish that term. Commissioners, where are we in the process? So we officially received those names from the Republican Central Committee on August 11th after their meeting. And so we were able to schedule our special meeting on the 29th of August. Um, we're missing a commissioner this week. Nick's at State Fair doing his thing in Douglas, trying to stay cool in his campers. Yeah. He says he's judging cattle. We don't know for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then the candidates had some conflicts. So, so we're booked for the 29th of August. They'll come in, um, give it, you know, have two, three minutes to introduce themselves. We'll have a series of questions for them. We've allotted 20 minutes for each candidate. Um, at that point, when they're done, we'll go into executive session as we can because it's um, personnel related, obviously. Right. right. Um, and then come come out and take action. Is there an ultimate deadline for this? Yeah. Yes, we had 20 days after the 11th, so um, the 31st is is the day we have to have those officially selected. Okay, August 31st. Now, in the <clears throat> excuse me, in the event uh, that someone from the three candidates isn't selected, does that deadline then extend, or is August 31st the ultimate deadline? At at that point, if if that happens. Um, I believe, and I don't have the statute in front of me, but I believe there's another 20 days for a citizen to go in and petition the clerk of district court, which would be Renee Botten, um, and ask that a district four judge select a candidate. Okay, okay. And uh, can at that point, can people walk in and, and say, hey, you can consider me? Or, or does that happen at all? And, and that'll be up to the judges. Who, it, whether it's Curvin or Phillips, and I'm not sure what process they'll use. Okay. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's look at some projects going on. Uh, uh, I'm running out of time, but how is Brooks Street coming along? It's it's coming along quickly. Um, um, after a slow start this spring with all the rain we were just talking about, they've got the new ramp built that goes up, and it's kind of like a little service road that goes up to where the boiler is in the courthouse, and um, I know that's one reason to have to have that ramp was to to be able to to get up to the boiler room for for chemical drop off and 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 things like that. Um, they've got the retaining wall built, um, and um, as we speak, they're ripping out from that access point above. They're ripping out the old Brook Street. So wow. I don't know for sure how long they're going to be able to go this fall, but. Uh, 
I, I would assume weather has a big big factor in that. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the hope was to at least get that upper parking lot complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so that we can uh, kind of sit on that for the for the winter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I got a chance to go up there and look at that retaining wall. I really, I really like it. I think the color that they used on that looks pretty good. Yeah. They did a nice job. It they matches did. the courthouse well. It yeah. really does. It looks yeah. fantastic. Folks, if you haven't gotten up there, go ahead and jump up there. Just kind of take a look from the safety of the sidelines. Now, we talked about rain uh, quite a bit, but with all the rain at the beginning of the year, have we had to treat the roads as much this year? Does that even really matter? It, you know, our, our rotation for those roads is our rotation. So So you stick with it no matter the weather. It's just finding that window to get the chemical down. So that's really what it impacted because we'll, you know, hopefully get a couple of years out of those roads if we can get the the chemical down. So Mm -hmm. we, we, you know, Ken and his his great crew always try to Mm -hmm. find the weather window to complete Jump out there any chance they get. Sure. Between cleaning up the runoff, you know, then the erosion on some of those roads, um, which was the first priority but not missing i mean you have to have enough moisture also to put the chemical down and right anyway yeah they did a nice job also to add to christy's comments the i know the um the scheduling with grading and and hauling gravel and stuff was obviously put way behind schedule because of the weather but then because they're doing that as soon as the weather breaks, they were way behind with mowing, you know, right aways. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know along my road there, there, there could have been a, a moose standing there in the <laughs> weeds, and you wouldn't have known it until it was too late. So they finally did get a uh, an individual out there and, and all over um, mowing right aways and, and cleaning up along some of the some of the roads. So that's that's way good, Commissioner. I- I, if I recollect correctly, and I, I often don't, <laughs> um, you and I talked about a like a replacement of culverts at the beginning of this year. Have they managed to get those done? Uh, do you know what road that was it on Wolf Creek? Or I can't remember. It may have been, uh, and Wolf Creek is currently being worked on, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah it is being worked on, and it's it kind of um, is a kind of like a. Uh, combined project with the city of Ranchester because that's the road that comes out of Ranchester so they're they're partnering up with us on some of that so and hopefully that road will be just more serviceable or I think I don't know for sure what all they're doing to it but I think it should be way way more travelable and and, I think the other part of it is is flood proofing it a little bit Uh, the damage happened in 2019 so there was some realignment that needed to happen as well so um, they've they've just moved it over slightly so hopefully the next time we get a season like 2019 Mm -hmm. that that road will better be able to handle it my gosh you know it's amazing what water will do to to the landscape yeah Yeah. absolutely Uh, what what are some other projects that are actually out there in the works right now a a big one would be our our coroner's office so we're still completing construction on that um, because of some uh, well I think mostly weather delays um, we're probably about five months behind <laughs> yeah, on, it's on not one. supply lines. Well, it's the weather. We, we've <laughs> always got something, right? Yeah. Um, so, gosh, what are some other ones? Um, the the airport is all but complete, Floyd. I think Robert, the airport 
manager is is uh, planning an open house, but I'm thinking he's going to wait. I'm not sure if he's going to wait till the last. There's a few materials that were AWOL. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, hadn't showed up yet, and I think some showed up, but it was the wrong stuff. So they're just kind of trying to get everything buttoned up, totally complete. I. Th- before they have the open house is my, Those is my understanding. supply chain issues we were yeah, absolutely. laughing about last yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just blame the weather again. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot to select from. Yeah. We'll just go down the line. We, now, we do still have some things going on in, on the historic courthouse. I know people have noticed the scaffolding's done. So down. So we've taken care of some of that, that brick and mortar stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll be working on the, the old jail. Now, for those who don't know, a lot of this has to do with just age on, yes. on the old courthouse, just kind of going in there and doing some outside maintenance. Yes. But there was also something about the windows, right? There, well, there was some some settling that's happened, so drainage issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so that all had to be cleaned up. Um, and I think part of that settling could you know, could be work on the windows as, as the buildings move a little bit, but mm-hmm. just trying to make sure that we're keeping water out of there and taking care of all the aging materials. You know, I'm actually kind of impressed the building that heavy sitting where it's sitting uh, and not having more structural damage mm-hmm. during the amount of time that it's been there. Yeah. Right. So uh, we're actually getting pretty lucky on this one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. Now, school is about to start. Is there anything that you would like to address? Well, we all know about the traffic issues that begin when kids are driving to school, parents are dropping their young ones off. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled, um, mind those 20 mile an hour speed limits in the school zones, and just make sure that that you're stopped for buses Mm -hmm. when they're pulled over picking up kids. It's, It's illegal, you'll get a ticket don't pass a stop bus with the stop sign out. And remember, folks, those have cameras, and uh, mm-hmm. they do take action. It's a hefty ticket, too, I do believe. So, yeah, I would I would just add on to, you know, leave 10 minutes early. Don't leave at the normal time on the first day of school or the second <laughs> yeah. day, you know. Make sure you give yourself enough time that you're not late. You're not in a rush. You're not, you know. Uh, upset, out. upset because you the school bus has stopped right in front of <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, so. you know it's always that uh, that that first day, that first week, we got to get into a new pattern, new but old, right? Uh-huh. New but recognizable, we'll call it that. Yeah, and, and kids are kids are going to be excited to see their buddies they haven't maybe not seen all summer, so you know they they might lose it and run out in front oh, of traffic it. or yeah. something. So. Just be really careful around all the school zones. I was uh, speaking with uh, Chief Coltiska yesterday, the SPD, and Captain Ringley, and they, mm-hmm. they said the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. those little ones, they get excited, and uh, it, you can't see them. Uh, when the, when they get too close to the vehicle, especially with some of these bigger trucks and the larger mm-hmm. SUVs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just make sure that your head's on a swivel and, and you're obeying those slower speed limits. Yeah. And, and I would just add, not just during the school day, because we have fall sports. So That's itty right. bitty soccer yep. at the Y, black tooth fields on, on 5th Street. Yep. So. Yep. Just make sure that you're paying attention, folks, and uh, everyone can enjoy a fantastic and safe first day of school. Do not pass the stop school buses. Commissioners, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come in here and speak with me this morning. I greatly appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you. Great to see you. Thanks, Floyd. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Impact 307. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE 103.9 FM.
shared it. tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust, Member FDIC. Amanda from the Firewater Smokehouse Grill is back, but now she's at the Eagle's Nest at the Bighorn Mountain Eagles. They're open to the public for lunch Tuesday through Saturday from 11 until 2. Enjoy your favorites like homemade chicken fried steak and mashed potatoes, the pork tenderloin sandwich, the chicken salad sandwich, and of course burgers and fries too. The Eagle's Nest at the Bighorn Mountain Eagles is on the south end of town, 1760 Commercial Avenue, and it's smoke-free and open to the public during lunch. Amanda's back in the kitchen. Have equipment that works as hard as you do all year long. CNB has a wide selection of compact utility tractors that'll help you get the job done. During CNB's summer blowout event, you can get your own compact utility tractor for zero money down and zero percent interest for 84 months. Whether you're mowing, tilling, or thinking about pushing heavy snow, a compact utility tractor is versatile and can help you with any task. This zero percent zero money down offer won't last forever. Visit the team of experts or check out the inventory online at DeerEquipment.com. That's D-W-E-R Equipment.com. This is Dan with Captain Clean. If you find water inside your home, don't panic. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7. Our trained and certified experts and staff will help you start to finish. From identifying the issue, extracting water, detecting moisture deep within your walls, ceilings, and floors, to utilizing state-of-the-art equipment and techniques that ensure your home is completely dry and feels new again. Call Captain Clean today at 672-0726 and don't let unexpected water ruin your day. Buckle up, road travelers. August is here, and it's time to hit the road. And where does that road start? Wearing Sheridan Chevrolet, the ultimate destination in finding a vehicle right for you. Their pre-owned inventory continues to expand, bringing you the best selection of quality vehicles. But you better act fast because these vehicles go off the lot as quickly as they go on. August is the month to hit the road, and the road starts at Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. Experience the wearing way of vehicle buying at 107 East Alger. Moss Holders is ready to help you update your living room, TV room, or sitting room. Now through Saturday, every piece of living room upholstery is on sale. So whether you're wanting a reclining sofa, a bigger sectional, or leather accent chairs, Moss Holders can help. Choose from great American-made companies like Flexsteel, England Furniture, Southern Motion, Vintage Leather, or more. Take home your favorite in-stock sofa or order in a customized set. It's all on sale. Moss Holders Living Room Upholstery Sale ends this Saturday. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. For my second part this morning, I am joined by Sheridan Impact 307 Business Incubator Director Scott Rendell and 2022 Sheridan Startup Challenge winner and founder of Horsewell, Megan Wells. Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Hello. <laughs> now, uh, Scott, we're just going to dive right in. Um, people know this, but uh, we've, get, we've had a lot of people move in from out of town. So what is the Impact 307 Startup Challenge? 
Certainly, Floyd. So the uh, Startup Challenge program is designed to kind of continue and expand our entrepreneurial culture of Sheridan. So what we like to do is we like to find people that maybe have an idea that they haven't acted on yet and to, you know, actually put them into a competitive process where, oh, I can get in and I can get some good feedback on my plan. I have the opportunity to potentially win seed funding if I get all the way to the end. But it's sort of getting them off the dime and getting them to act on an idea that maybe they've been stewing on or a product or a service they've been toying around with that, uh, you know, we can kind of get them moving forward and, and actually acting on that idea. So if someone out there's got a just kind of a, <clears throat> a widget uh, that they've they haven't really gone forward and developed yet. Uh, do they need, say like a, a prototype? Not at all. So we will take folks that are just idea stage. Maybe they just have a sketch or a drawing or they can just you know describe what they have in mind. But then we'll put them the, through the process of, okay, what what does this uh, do for a potential customer? What problem does it solve? Is there an unmet need that you're trying to address through the development of your idea? And so we'll kind of put them through that process. We'll try to determine how large the market would be, uh, what the competition looks like, and why they think that, you know, amongst all the things that are happening in the market currently, why they think they will actually be able to get gain ground and get get a foothold in what they're they're trying to accomplish and get sales you know even if they don't uh, win or or maybe even follow through this is almost like having a a top-notch consulting team sit down with you and your idea and uh, go over what you need to think about exactly so we have uh, business advisors all over the state we all have different functional disciplines. Um, I have a consulting background prior to coming to Impact 307, so I can advise on many facets of a business plan, kind of ask the tough questions to make sure that they are, if they're going to devote time and blood and sweat and tears into this, that they have an opportunity to kind of go through an advisory process, try to flesh out all the things that might be weaknesses and shore them up, and actually go forward with a plan that's credible that would allow them to, you know, go into business and be profitable and sustain. So to be eligible, I really only need a great idea. So there are three elements of eligibility that it's really good to go over, so that's a really good question. So you can be just idea stage, just like we talked about. I just have an idea, I'd like to you know, pursue it, uh, f you know, flesh it out and make sure that it's something that's legit. Or I can have an existing product or service, I just haven't started business. So okay. it might be something that's already in existence. I just haven't, you know, started selling it. Taking that big jump. Yeah, exactly. The third is, and it's a little bit higher bar for these folks. You can be an existing early stage business, even up to $150,000 in annual sales. But I have an idea that would significantly increase that to 600000 or 800 or a million. So there's a little bit higher bar for those folks because they have to have something that will quickly multiply where they're at today. Okay. Um, but that's still a category that uh, we do have folks that do have very early stage businesses. Maybe they have ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 in sales, but they have an idea of how to expand the market or expand the product offerings that will get them much, much higher faster. That's fantastic to hear. 
here. I mean, that's a, a, a wide range of people who can apply for this. So what's included in that application process? What is actually being asked? It's pretty straightforward. It's only a few questions. And so it's the basic information they have that they can provide about their product or service idea or existing offering, uh, what the uh, competition looks like for that, um, why they think that uh, they have something that'll be pretty unique in the market. And then there's been one thing that we've added over the, the last couple of years. Have you discussed this idea, product or service with someone and what's the reaction been? So one of the things that we do to validate a business offering or a problem that's being solved is how much have you actually discussed this idea with folks that might be potential customers down the road? Oh, wow. Because if they think they've got the greatest widget in the world, but they haven't actually validated that with anyone, a lot of times uh, there's kind of holes in the plan that we need to kind of poke through, and maybe they can improve what they've got, but if they do not actually talk to folks or demonstrate that there's some viability or some, some market potential for the product, a lot of times it kind of it doesn't get far off the starting gate. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. It kind of, uh, what do they call that? Uh, testing your product among uh, individuals, uh, m market exploration or something like that. Now, if, if I can add, so when Megan came in last summer, um, we had talked a lot about validation and by golly, she went out and you know we can speak with her about that, but she did several different validations with veterinarians and performing horse industry people and you know, they got really good feedback for her, and it was a lot of those were incorporated in her pitch. So, <laughs> now, Megan, when you first off, tell us what the product is that I mean, really, you won, won you the challenge. So, I started with just an idea of Horsewell when I came to Scott, and it was just an idea I had in my mind of a myofascial release massager for horses. I had seen it in the hospital, but I researched and there wasn't anything for horses, so I came to Scott and like, this is a great idea, and Scott's like, well, is it? Let's test this. I'm like, what do you mean? So anyway, we went out, we did a trial period, and we got great feedback, and then Scott helped me get in touch with the Forge Makerspace and they helped me produce my first prototype, which actually w wasn't great. So then I had to revamp it. We made another prototype and then we gave that out to folks to trial. And then from that point decided that we had a product that I could make a business out of and move forward with. Were you in like equine massage or anything like that before you came up with this idea or were you just, you just love horses? I, I do just love horses. I'm not a massage therapist. I actually, I work as a nurse and I took the idea from the hospital with people and I also train barrel horses and my husband trains calf horses. So we ask a lot of out of those horses and I constantly ran into a battle of, I want to help my horse feel their best so we can perform our very best, but I hate giving them medication all the time because mm -hmm. it's hard on their stomach and I just don't want them to have that much medication. And so I was really looking for a way to naturally help them feel better. Um, massage therapists themselves are pretty expensive and living out of town, it's super hard to get people to make appointments and come out to you. So I wanted to make a product that people could use. It was easy and effective and they could use it at home multiple times um, I would get a massage therapist like maybe twice a year for my horses and it just is too spendy so this product really solved that gap of now horses can get regular massage and feel better without having 
all the medications. I don't want to get uh, too far into the weeds, but now I'm curious. <laughs> um, when you had to make a change, what was that little change that you made to the, to pro the prototype? Yeah, to the prototype. Uh, so the first one I had thought of, it has two sides, longer sides. The top one I had look almost like a wave so it was easier to hold like somewhere for your hands to kind of like into. a grip or comfort exactly. yeah okay and then the bottom is just one convex edge and once i started using it, i'm like oh, gosh i really want to move this around and i could really use a concave edge also so then i went back and i fixed the prototype so which made a lot more sense because you can use all four edges after making that change so if, if you were to describe how large this product is, how large Horsewell is, how big is this? So it's eight inches by four inches, and then the side is probably a quarter of an inch, and then it tapers to a point, not a blade-sharp point, but it's fairly sharp. Sharp enough. Yeah, right. sharp yeah. enough. So when you press this product into your horse and run it down them, what it does is the fascia is a layer of fibrous tissue underneath the skin before the muscle and that helps hold everything together so all of our bodies have this without it we would be jello and but it can get a lot of tension and hold up to 2,000 pounds of pressure in one area which restricts motion makes their muscles more sore they don't move as well and so when you push this product into that fascia and then pull it several times it's actually a therapy called scraping is what it's used in humans and what that does is it breaks up all that fibrous tissue so then you get better range of motion while you're doing it you get improved circulation you remove lactic acid lymphatic fluids uh, it, it's just there's so many benefits to massage and it's just so underutilized that's amazing and this this product turns the average layman into a, a bit of a horse masseuse absolutely and it's very easy very fast very easy i have videos online where folks can go on and watch how to do it and it's basically like brushing your horse just with more pressure in an effective way yeah. to make them loosen up and feel better what a fantastic idea well, thank you. i think that's amazing <laughs> and, and, and of course it's so did everybody else you won the challenge last year um i i think all the fascists left my stomach by the way you said jello and that's the first thing i thought of 42 hit and there it went um so when it comes to the process of the challenge itself as you were going through this thing what was your experience like it was a great experience like i said i started with just an idea got the prototype did a trial run and then from there we really hit all the points that you need to build a business and it was a huge learning curve for me mm -hmm. i didn't know what i didn't know impact 307 knows what i don't know and so they're able to go through each point in setting up my business making sure we're covered legally making sure that it's going to be sustainable and then moving forward from there i've even had some support after the challenge of ways that we can expand improve do better bigger market where are we at now now we so we started selling in january we currently have sold 580 products and we have 100 percent satisfaction with them oh that is amazing which i am so proud of uh so people are really loving it and, and we're just really working on getting the word out there um it is great when i can get folks to give referrals to their friends because that means the most that they love it and oh yeah word of mouth about it yeah so, and then we're working on more products. I have another product in the pipeline. And the next thing we're doing is a barrel race futurity in Casper, Wyoming that I'm calling the Horsewell Classic. 
And so what it'll do is it'll bring a bunch of barrel racers into Casper, Wyoming. We're going to have a really great production, and we're giving away massagers as prizes and T-shirts, and it's going to be a great event. How if you were to sit back and say winning the challenge, because just being a part of the challenge, it's it's like you've like I said before, you've got this great team of consultants that can sit there and kind of tell you the things that you don't know. And becoming an entrepreneur in this day and age, there's a lot to that. Um, so, but the actual victory itself, how did that change everything? It was amazing. It first off. Presenting on the wild stage was incredible. Seeing everybody present was so fun. And I made a lot of friends from that process that I still talk to today. So that was great. And then that victory just really gave me a leaping bound start into my business. And, you know, the wheels have just been turning since then. And now we're adding more products and doing more things. And it just really rocketed me into starting this business and hopefully keep it successful. Scott, there is seed money as a reward for this. So how much seed money is there? So once again this year, there will be $100,000 in seed funding that's available. We typically have three winners that will, based on their specific business needs, will be funded out of that $100,000 fund. Uh, that A panel of community leaders and entrepreneurs from Sheridan are the, the judging panel, and they are the ones that actually do provide us yeah, you know, not only um, the judging function, but they become mentors and consultants to our winners as well. And so there's a lot of good uh, examples of things that they've been able to uh, convey to you know folks like Megan to make sure that they're making the right decisions when it comes to how they're going to uh, grow and and ramp up their business. Now, Megan, uh, there's there's a question I forgot to ask you that I was just curious about. Maybe you said something and I missed it. Uh, what inspired you at the very beginning to partake in the challenge itself? Uh, you had this fantastic idea. Uh, were you kind of wondering, where do I go with this? What do I do? You saw a poster, heard a story. What, ins what got you to the challenge? So I had the idea, and I, I had no idea which foot to put first. I, I did not know what to do. And I actually had an attorney tell me about Impact 307, and then I went online, kind of looked it up, what it was about, and then I called Scott and we made our first appointment. And that first appointment really opened my eyes about, this is where I start, okay, this is how we're gonna do this. And it just gave me building blocks to lay a great foundation and start this business right. What was the feeling when you walked out of the building that day after consulting <laughs> with Scott? You want the honest answer? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, when we walked out, I'm like, what does this guy mean? I have a great idea. But, <laughs> It well, was good, though, because I, I had a great trial period. Right. And like Scott had said, from that trial period, if I would not have done that, I wouldn't have gotten the great um, quotes that I had, reached out to influencers. Yeah, yeah, that feedback from yes. individuals. So you said, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I do believe you said you gave this to some veterinarians in the area. What what did they tell you when you went and you, you asked them questions? How should I change it? Should I change it? So I actually took a prototype and showed a video to a local veterinarian here who also has a clinic in Florida. And when he saw it, he really was like, I can't believe that this hasn't been made earlier, which I that was the way I was when I first mm -hmm. thought of it. But right. he said, this is a great idea. I think you should really push forward with it. And he's given me a lot of support, given me a great 
quote and review for my business. And um, he's also really pushed my product in Wellington, Florida for me. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up around horses and all you really did, you took everything off and, and you brushed them. Mm-hmm. Gave them a pat on the butt and turned them <laughs> loose. That was that was kind of all you did. Now to think that, hey, I can help them feel better in the morning after. Because, I mean, some of those rides we went on, you know, I, I wasn't racing yeah. barrels or anything like that. And we were herding cattle. But sometimes that's a 12-hour day. Well, absolutely. And, and really working out there. And carrying a person on your back. Absolutely. Having tight equipment on you. If you think any of that, it's going to restrict the muscle movement and the blood flow throughout the ride. And then at the end, of course, they're going to be sore. With the, the buildup of lactic acid and everything, so and the tension from getting yelled at by dad when I mess <laughs> things up, yeah, it's it's all there, right? You could use a massage too. <laughs> so when we when we talk about uh, uh, the presentation, Scott, how how detailed are these presentations? I mean, these individuals really work to to present at the Wyoming Theater every year. It's a big deal. A lot of people like to be there for that. Tell me about what they what the presentations really look like. Well, we basically build off of what was asked in the application. And so the application has, like we talked about earlier, just a few questions. There is a semifinal round, uh, typically, where the judges actually get to meet each of the entrepreneurs and ask questions of um, the business plan. And maybe at that point, you know, um, find out some things that are things that need to be worked on. And so once the semifinal round, uh, the winners of that are actually the folks that uh, um, present at pitch night, we spend about a month working on some of that judge feedback and trying to shore up any of the areas that we think are potential weak spots or things that they need to investigate further. We hook them up with the market research group in Laramie to make sure that uh, they get a lot better insight into the market. And so we will work with them week by week in the month of October this year um, to make sure that they're all ready to go. We will also work on their presentation skills and technique. Megan had an outstanding presentation. She had a beautiful video that uh, really demonstrated the product. And in 15 minutes, you have to try to get a lot out there, but you use something like that, and it's just fantastic. It, and so I, my hat is off to her because she was extremely well prepared and not surprising that she was uh, ended up a winner uh, through the judge selection. Now, I'm running out of time. I've only got about a minute and a half left. Scott, someone's out there. They've got an idea. They're like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what I need to do. Uh, where do I go to get this application to have a conversation with you? So there's a couple of places you can find the application. One is at our website, impact307.org. There is a link to the Sheridan Startup Challenge. It'll take you direct to the online application, and you can kind of scroll through what is required in that. Or we will have the application up through a link at sheridanmedia.com. Uh, we will start advertising uh, on the radio next week with Sheridan Media, and it's a great opportunity just to go to the Sheridan Media home site and click on the link there. Um, we would encourage anyone that has questions or wants to go through the application, I will sit down, uh, make appointments with them, and actually help them through the application. So they just need to contact our office, 675-1939, and we can set up an appointment. We can certainly help them uh, with any questions that they have and hopefully make them a little more prepared when it comes to the judges reviewing. I get everyone ready, but the judges will actually do the uh, review of the applications and select the semifinalists. Well, I want to thank you both for coming in this morning. It's always a pleasure having you. Megan, all the best in your business. I hope everybody needs one of these. If you're listening to this, pick one up, folks. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Share.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment. The Potter River Basin Resource Council is receiving these funds per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. It is still really hot out there. Yeah, it's air conditioning season. <laughs> You're right about that. And having working AC in your car will make your summer so much more enjoyable. So for the month of August, Sheridan Honda will recharge your AC and replace your cabin air filter for only $129.99. Wow, what a great deal. And remember, Tommy, our skilled technicians can work on any year and any make and model. Get cooled off this summer at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Now is the time to get those exterior paint brushes rolling. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Our True Value Paint Department has so much to offer when it comes to exterior painting and staining. Whether you need help with customized color matching or choosing a paint color combination, our True Value Paint Department is here to get you going. We offer a full line of True Value and PPG paints, plus all the accessories you need. Great paint, great store. The Sheridan Commercial Company and Office Supply Store open seven days a week at 303 Broadway. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. The Y.O. Theater celebrates the 100th anniversary of the opening of the original Lotus Theater with a performance of the Y.O.'s new Vaudevillians, Friday, August 25th at 7 p.m. This event will feature the new Vaudevillian band, accompanying an impressive cast of local talent performing a variety of acts from comedy and magic to singing and dancing. There'll be giveaways and fun the entire evening. Tickets are available today at the Y.O. Box Office or online at yotheater.com. Head over to SheridanMedia.com for the ultimate online auction experience. Discover unbeatable deals on hot buys going on right now. Local retailers offer must-have items starting at half off of retail value. From dining certificates to beauty, automotive, and more, bid your way to incredible savings. Just go to SheridanMedia.com's homepage and click on the hot buys banner to join the bidding frenzy right now and ending at 8 p.m. Don't miss out on the hottest deals in town only at SheridanMedia.com. Get ready to bid, win, and save. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan.